0: we are live it's friday we are themed for our socio-political uh conversations stiff on with you had souls.com is the website this is the early bird podcast sessions and uh it's good to have you along huh yeah crazy stuff going on out there in there oh boys i'm telling you can't see. <laughs> it seems almost um hopeless It seems almost hopeless in the direction we're going, which is ultimately always where it seems to go. Every time we find ourselves in this kind of um, moral decay in our society, right, which is uh, sadly war of sorts, some kind of uh, bloodshed of sorts. Um, But we pray and we do the work we can as best we can to kind of change the direction that we are headed in. And uh, hopefully uh, with these kind of sessions, at least it gives us a bit of perspective and uh, it does put things in in, in reality, but uh, we also want to have ourselves something practical that we can apply in our lives as Christians that will allow us uh, some hope, some hope to move forward and uh, have goals. Please consider subscribing to the channel. You know, give us a thumbs up, uh, a comment, share the link far and wide if you find any value. You can support this work. You can go over and sign up at um, addedsouls.locals.com, that's our freedom platform over there it's a very loving community where we get to share posts and ideas and thoughts and whatnots and you can support uh, no amount is too low or too high we actually have to raise uh, our support to meet our financial goals to keep moving forward Uh, We do have uh, a certain bar that is necessary, and uh, we're a bit short on that. So by all means, if you consider it, sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. And from there, uh, you'll have access to some exclusive content, and you'll be able to interact uh, with uh, the community. That good? All right. So we have to remember the structure when it comes to our sociopolitical conversations on Fridays. And we don't go on every Friday, because it does get repetitive. I mean, the world out there is doom and gloom. It's fear, 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 and it's always another breaking story every other hour. So we do try to at least once a month, if even twice on a Friday, and uh, you can look at the show notes for the itinerary and what we do uh, go live with during the weekday from Monday to Friday, and uh, you might find a day in there, if not all days, uh, a podcast session that uh, will benefit your life. Uh, and uh, that's what we try to do here as servants. Just want to share uh, our faith with you, share our thoughts and studies, and uh, hopefully you share ours or we can learn to share together with that and um, move forward another day and do what's right best we can. So we remember the structure, our identity in this these country, America and Canada. And uh, I will... Sp- I do speak in things that are happening globally at times, but more so poignantly to uh, our situation and citizenry as Canadians and Americans. I work and labor, minister alongside the East Coast Church of Christ dot com. You can check the website and you can also check us on Facebook, East Coast Church of Christ. Um, I labor alongside the church uh, on the East Coast of Canada in New Brunswick. And more specifically, for the Moncton, Dieppe, and Riverview area. And um, you, can, you, you can certainly know that I would speak in perspective to my citizenry as an East Coast Canadian. But I have lived in America for several years. And I have many American friends. And I know what's going on sociopolitically in America. Because I keep myself current with the events. I don't allow myself to get enamored with it. I did at one time um, kind of swirl my way all the way down and and, and into the realm of being um, too consumed, uh, consumed by sociopolitical things. And I just had to come to to grips, if you will, to grasp the the reality that um, I can't change the whole world in one session, but I can certainly try to keep informed, keep people informed. And try to tell people about the good news of Jesus Christ. Because the more people you have reading the Bible and being submissive to the New Testament covenant in which Christ, our Lord and Master, bled for, uh, the more people will become wise to what's taking place and they will be able to differentiate lies from truth in regards to religious things and also in regards to our governments and politics and all that kind of stuff. Because there needs to be something understood Inherently so, government is not evil. Inherently so, politicians are politics and politicians and policies need not be evil. Um, you can have fair, decent government, fair, decent politicians and policies. It can happen, it'll the offices allow for us to have that, and um we be wise to understand that, because if we are jaded to think that government is inherently a wicked, sinful regime of corruption, then we'll never seek to remedy or renew these establishments that we are submissive to on this earthly plane. And it's the same with politicians and their policies. If we have become so jaded, and I understand why we can become very bitter vengeful uh in a retaliatory kind of worldview against them because they're corrupt to the brim as we stand and they are very evil and they hate us and they love evil and that's can have us think that you know what there's just no good at all with it and um You become, you know, the zealot who seeks to overthrow everything and have anarchy as a source of governing our own governing powers. And that always lands us in a lot of trouble as well. We have to know government can be decent. It can be for the people. That's what it was designed for. Politicians and policies can be decent. It can be for the the citizenry to keep us safe to keep our borders legal, to keep law, and all these things. We need to know that. And when I say inherently, I had to look up that word. It it just means it wasn't born to be evil and wicked, okay? (laughs) It can be decent. So that aside, we remember the structure. Our identity here in Canada and America more so... Accurately than Canada. America has documents that are more so accurate to the freedom of their citizenry, the independence and privileges they have. We here, to a lesser degree, but yet still in freedom, uh, to a lesser degree. Ours, uh, of course, to the system of the monarchy, uh, the queen, and our culture has a lot more trust in government than our American friends. Let's just put it that way. The European model here is designed in a way that. We think uh, government is God. And when God, aka government, tells us what we can or can't do, then that is a superseding law above and beyond any document and all that kind of stuff. So it gets us in a lot of trouble, as we are currently in, obviously. But our identity was founded on our legal documents, which came from a higher power. And that was the idea. In other words, God. America and Canada though not perfect, obviously, and though there are some questionable things in our history, mo- no doubt, doesn't remove us from the fact that in a more general and public view, we were established through Christian principles. We thought a higher power was necessary to govern us, because if not, then who governs us? Men. And what happens with men? They can be corrupted and become tyrannical. And we'd be subject to every tyrant in every generation in our history. And that's what we've seen in the world when we do not believe that we should be governed by a higher power. For us here in Canada, and America, it used to be. We knew this. It was the God of the 66 books of the Holy Bible and the principles therein. We held dear to those things. It was our identity. And through the principles of the Holy Bible, and I set up this system, and some of you who've been following me for years know my system. The system is something that I didn't come up with my own mind. I just was able to recognize it through observation, experience, and the scriptures in regards to the perspective and worldview of a Canadian and American. So, The identity of our founding legal documents were understood to come from a higher power. And they were to have the people, the citizenry, free, filled with privilege and opportunity, the land of milk and honey, protected by our borders and law and justice for those who sought the greater good of the citizenry, and that would reach all facets of life. And so within this model, which worked, by the way, it wasn't perfect, And I say again, there were some questionable things taking place, not because the principles of Christianity, but because men can corrupt themselves and choose to practice things that are evil. But anyways, in bulk form, through the lens of Christianity, we had the five-point system that I wrote down, which is pro-Christianity, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. Be careful... Be mindful, be aware of politicians and governments that try to demonize identity politics, they call it. I don't know all the facets of what they're trying to divide us over in regards to the demonization or slander of identity politics. We are consumed, naturally so, by identity. You identiti- You are identified by your gender, And you see how corrupt governments have tried to deconstruct the reality of our biological science and existence. So you see they do the same in identity of a country. That's why our current leader, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, was certain to say that Canada has no identity. And once a country, a nation, no longer holds its values to its identity then it becomes the victim of what we are currently living through. So, again, when it was founded, and the idea and the worldview behind it was from a higher power, and this higher power allowed us to be a nation which held dear to our identity. And I assure you, if you go to any other country outside of Canada, uh, you will find identity. And they are not confused on their identity. The identity we had was pro-Christianity. We were for Christianity. And we would promote Christianity. And it was understood that Christianity was to part, to have part in all facets of public life. Pro-Christianity would allow us to know our religious views held dear to love your neighbor as yourself. The golden rules. And the things that kept us in unity and community and love for one another, compassion for one another, benevolence for one another. It works well when it's applied. We used to know that. Christianity was indeed the religion of our nation. Not no more. Some do hold on to the idea we used to have, the glory we used to hold. Some do hold on to that, and I understand that. Some are simply blinded. Some are part of the problem, and they're just so blind they can't see what's taking place. But we'll get into a bit more of that after we kind of look at the five points here. Pro-Christianity. Our nation was founded on Christian principles, and that's who and that's the religion we used to identify with. Pro-life. We used to understand because, and that's why number one was pro-Christianity. Everything falls under the umbrella of Christian principle here. Pro-life we used to understand the sovereignty of life and to protect the innocent from conception to natural death you held value we as a society of human beings who knew that jesus christ was our lord and master that the god of the bible the great creator through whom we operated and tried to know uh, try, and did our best to protect each other each other's life life had value There was a time when life had value. And one would risk his own well-being in life in order to protect his neighbor's life. We used to know that. We were pro-life once. I know I speak as a strange individual who has come up from the past, now today demonized and called all kinds of names. But we'll get into that further as we move forward in this session. Pro-family. We used to know that. We used to understand that. We used to know that There were two genders, male and female, no other, no other. Why? Because again, it's all through the tenets of Christianity. And you can see how now Christianity has become the enemy of our country's fallen state, broken state. You'll you'll see. So pro family, husband, wife, male, female, husband, wife, children. One applicable, one accessible, one available. This was understood, and we used to protect that, and we used to encourage that, and we'd have policy to uh, promote that, because it's good for business, it's good for the economy, it's good for the morale of the neighborhood, the community, the society, the province, the state, it's good for the country. It gives us a, quote-unquote, sanctuary of sorts, to be in a healthy home, where individuals work hard and love each other. And they participate in benevolence and love and all the wonderful things that Jesus teaches us in the community. We used to know that. We used to have that. That worked. Pro-self-defense. We used to understand that carrying weapons in order to protect and secure loved ones inside was a God-given privilege and freedom. We used to know that. And our country used to know that. So we used to encourage that. It is simply a God-given fact that we should practice self-defense and protect our loved ones. We used to know that in our household, in our neighborhood community. We used to know that in our states, our provinces. The nation, self-defense, protect us from foreign threat and evil individuals who have chosen in their heart to forfeit their right to life and so practicing evil things such as murder. And we used to have the right to protect ourselves. Now not so much. Now you go to jail if you defend your life. We'll talk more about that. We move forward to the next one, pro-country. We used to have a sense of joy and, um, how should I say, what would be the right word to to utilize here? We used to have a strong sense of uh, independence and ownership and hope and joy and opportunity in our nation. Why? Because the nation was founded on Christian principles, so therefore it was a beautiful thing to be a Canadian, to be an American. And there can be pride there. Not the kind of pride that is toxic, unrighteous, and sinful in the eyes of God. Not a blinding pride, a a pride of hypocrisy, but a sense of honor and justice and privilege and freedom in our country. We used to know what that meant. Why? Because it had law and justice and order and borders, and we strived on being legal And legal meant the protection and security of the citizenry. We used to know that. We used to hold dear to that. This five-point branch is our identity. And we've lost it. We've lost it. It's gone. And it was purposely, purposely done so. And because we had lost this education, because we had not passed this identity on to our children in public school curriculums. We lost, we lost it. We, the nation has fallen. So now we have what is known commonly as the godless agenda. Now we have a different identity, which is, which I find interesting. Interesting in a very sorrowful way. Our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, when he got into power in 2015, or he took power in 2015... His agenda was very clear. It was to dismantle the identity of a Christian nation. And he said so publicly. And the people were ready to welcome that and accept that and promote that. Because the seeds of a godless regime had been infiltrated within the faculties of our public school system. And if you have the minds of our children, you control the next generation. And so they knew this, and they, of course, bore fruit to it. But what is foolish and deceptive is the idea that we can have no identity. So we will dismantle the identity of a Christian nation, and therefore be a nation that has no identity. Well, that is, of course, nonsensical. It is not logical. It is not true. We've adapted now a new identity, no longer the identity of the pro-Christ, life, family, defense, and a country, now we have the godless agenda. And if you've not been able to guess it yet, it is the exact same and the opposite and contra- uh, uh, contrary, contradictory to the pro. We now go into the anti, and that is the godless regime. anti Christ. What do we see everywhere? Everything and anything against Christ. To mock it, to ridicule it, to persecute it, to murder it burn it down. Burn it down. Why? Because it is hostile to the pro-Christ agenda, which is the Christian principle which protects life, family, defense, and country. Can't have that. We must dismantle that. And so the minds of godless, corrupt men have now turned our identity to anti-Christ, anti-life, anti-family, anti-self-defense, and anti-country. We are no longer for christ we no longer value human life we discard it we murder and we are no longer for family male female husband wife children we are against that we've destroyed that we are no longer for self-defense we are no longer capable uh, to defend ourselves in regards to the public powers which we'll be speaking about in a few minutes and we are no longer Pro-country, we are anti-country. The dismantling of once a powerful nation, once a nation who held glory and honor. We are no longer identified that way. We are now holding to a new identity, which is a godless identity. And it is produced through our five branches of power, sadly now fully corrupt. There was a time when our five branches of power held dear, though not accurate, though not perfect, quote-unquote, and we could define our terms, yet still, yet still we held dear to pro-Christ, life, family, defense, and country within these five branches of power. And what are they? I've listed, number one, the government. Number two, corporation, business. Number three, academia academic institutions. Number four, entertainment. In other words, movies, music, and sports. And number five, media, both cable and social. And through these five branches of power, we now have the godless agenda in full force, which is antichrist, life, family, defense, and country. Are there still... Individuals within these branches of power who hold dear to the identity that we once had. I've only seen a very few. Very, very few. But there are some. There are some. So yes, the answer is yes, there are some. But many have let go several things. They no longer hold dear with great conviction the five points of a of a a a, a a a christian principle they no longer hold dear to that what i mean is some might i don't know hold dear to pro self-defense they may be still with pro self-defense but they've let go christianity or life or family and that cause that's a contamination that's a deviation that is a compromise and that will never have the renewal power to to bring back our former glory One must hold dear to the five points of identity. If I could sit down and speak to these politicians, I would and I'd tell them that, but they won't hear it, because I have now become the enemy. Sought off to be fined and jailed. We'll talk a bit more about that as we move along, but the five branches of power. Government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. Okay, I created this structure from what I was able to observe and experience. And I did so, so as to make sense of all of it, because it is such a mishmash of gray confusion out there. And there, is, there are so many sources that lie to us. There is propaganda on every channel. Who do you trust? Who do we believe? What do we do? We find ourselves disenfranchised with politics and government, and we dig our heads in the sand, and we pretend it's not happening, or that we'll be safe and we'll be fine. Well, friends, whether we don't want to deal with it or not, it's going to be at our door. It already is. So in these five branches currently in our generation with this new identity, this godless identity, anti-Christ, life, family, defense, and country, it is fully embraced, promoted, and encouraged, and enforced by these five branches of power, and all of them, our purchase propaganda under the influence of the World Economic Forum and World Health Organization, which is foreign threat and interference. Make no mistake, my dear friends. We are at war. We've been at war. It's just not the kind of war we are used to seeing yet, though it is drastically, drastically, quote-unquote, progressing to that very moment where we will see the soldiers and the weaponry, the tanks, the bombs, and the bloodshed. Can there be a turnaround? While well, we hope, we have faith, that there will, though we are in reality and we can see what's taking place here. And the problem is, individuals have lost the plot to know what is the remedy. But there is a remedy. And it's sad that we reject the remedy. Anyways, so through these five branches of power, now purchase propaganda under the influence of the WEF, the WHO. And this is not uh, conspiracy theory talk. This is not wacko kind of imagery or worldview, though that is indeed what you've been told. It is not. It is very sober, it's very self controlled, it is documented. It is an objective absolute fact of our current societal decay this is the truth and it comes from the horse's mouth these individuals have said so publicly so the godless globalists who believe human beings are the problem needing to be extinguished and this is all for pride and control and tyrants have been doing this for ages and millennia they come they go their kingdoms are built Their kingdoms are destroyed. This is nothing new under the sun. However, it is sad because we were found in such a privilege, such a freedom in America and in Canada. If we would have held dear to it, if we would have remembered God and thanked him for the wonderful blessings every day, we would have not fallen into this broken state. But as it stands, the global powers... The global powers... Uh, do believe human beings to be the problem. Now, they, that this is the venue they choose to utilize in order to uh, depopulate uh, human beings. This is not a conspiracy. This has come out of the horse's mouth. This is what they say. Anyone who is paying attention. However, you might not be paying attention because if you are locked in to, again, the five branches of power who have since been corrupted government corporation academia entertainment and media if, if if you're if you're only receiving the uh industrial complex of these branches of power and understand that within the government is also the military branch I didn't mention it as another uh, another branch but it is should I say more so accurately a module within the government powers but the military also has lost its former glory, and strength and intimidation against enemies. It has now become sadly a mockery. A mockery. No intimidation at it whatsoever. P- foreign threat is has no fear of our military powers. So, all of this purchase propaganda, right, within the WEF and the WHO and all these foreign interferences uh, that are currently in power and are at war against us, they will seek to extinguish, and they have been, human life. They utilize the branch and slogan of climate change in order to move forward with this constructed fear that is not reality, that is not real, true science, real science, can show throughout the many decades of the models we can observe, test, that there is no such thing as the fear they've constructed. It is all for power and control and greed. There is no science behind it. Weather has been changing, climate has been changing since the first day that the Earth was formed and set in order. It will continue to change. It is what it is. It is a fallen world. There are natural disasters. But I am certain you've paid attention to every natural disaster happening immediately. A political corruption follows the narrative through our government, Corporation, academics, entertainment, and media. And that is always, oh, oh, no, doom and gloom, climate change. What's the solution? We need to get rid of human beings. Which kind of human beings? Aha. Good question. The ones who hold dear to the five points of our identity. Pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. They are the enemies of these globalist powers. And they will have nefarious enterprise, sinister agenda, and they have begun their ploy for this new world order, to which, again, I am utilizing their own words. I have not come up with these things. I did not create these things. I am simply the mailman delivering to you what they are saying and what they are doing. And so their purpose is to extinguish human beings that are against their agenda. And this has been an observable model through the hands of tyrants and dictators in our history. Our most recent, of course, Nazi Germany. My wife and I have been uh, and have always, to a certain degree, kept up with the history of Nazi Germany and what took place there. We've read the books. We've watched the documentaries. We've looked at all the angles and perspectives. We've listened to the critics. We've listened to the pro. We've listened to the positive, And we've listened to the negative. We want ourselves well-rounded in understanding what happened there so that we can do our part to make sure it don't happen again. Sadly, it is so similar to what is now currently taking place. It is the same very accurate tactics that all global tyrants utilize it's the same thing they do the same thing every time they've practiced uh, murder they've done so with the same pattern they have and you can recognize it and what is sad is our children in school should have been taught these things but the infiltration of foreign threat has seeped in and created godless minds. So global, global powers, godless global powers who believe human beings are the problem needing to be extinguished. It's all about control. It's all about pride. So now we live in a society which legally, quote-unquote legally, quote-unquote legally, murders its citizens. We legally murder our babies within the womb of the female. We legally do that. We even legally in this country, Canada, allow the child to leave the womb upon the operating table and be left there to die. Yeah, this is what happens here in Canada. There are many, many women who deliver the baby and the baby He or she, this beautiful little girl or boy, is left there to die. Then they butcher the baby, put the baby parts in bags, and sell them off to the highest bidder. We do this legally. I would have to utilize great restraint and self-control, not to smack the living taste out of your mouth, if you think a nation that does that is somehow still to be called a Christian nation, And that we still live in a free world. I'd really have to to take a breath and look at you and think to myself, forgive them, Father. They really don't know what they're doing. Because I love you. I'd want to smack the taste out of your mouth. And that is, of course, A euphemism of sorts to say, I'd wish to help you snap out of the delusion you live in, is all I'm saying here. I would not physically assault you. (laughs) That's how strong this is. That's how passionate this is. We live in a time where we quote-unquote legally murder human beings. We legally murder little babies. And if they are not murdered, they are to be immediately perverted. So we murder little human beings. We murder them in all stages of their life. We murder our seniors legally. We murder our teenagers legally. We extend murder to anyone and everyone legally. This is the nation we currently live in. It is a godless nation. It no longer holds dear to the identity we once had, which gave us so much love and unity. No, we are now divided in chaos. So we legally murder. This is a fact. But it can only be legally done through the branches of power. Now, also, we pervert those we do not murder. And we do so at a very young age. At a very young age, we will sexually pervert. We enable and promote, encourage sexual deviance. And child predators, molesters, of the highest order in the branches of some of the uh, most prestige establishments we hold dear to, child predators, uh, have infiltrated and now control. And this was purposely done because allowing this is indeed part of the model that divides a nation and which allows the enemy to conquer a nation. How can we deconstruct such a great power as America and Canada? Let us slowly infiltrate their government, military, corporation, academics, entertainment, and media. Get to the minds of the children. Get to the minds of the people. Do so through everything they utilize. And today we live in the age of technology, through the internet, and through all these quote-unquote smart devices, and uh, through enforcement. Through enforcement. And so, not only do we legally murder at all ages, in all stages of life, legally so, we legally pervert in same fashion to all ages of life. Sadly, we do that. We have... Because of the godlessness of our new identity now facilitates the uh, worldview that perversion, sexual deviancy, and predators uh, are to be embraced. And that is indeed what is taking place. Everything is designed that way. This is the reality we live in. This is the current generation of our era. Oh, how I miss... 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and I'd even say the 90s. At the turn of the millennia, the nefarious powers who had been secretly devising these evil, these evil actions had begun to spin the wheels into their application. And here we are now, in our current day, having to live in this fallen, this fallen nation with a new identity. That's why in our country, we witnessed a few days ago here in Canada, in one of our local coffee shops, a location in the middle of the day with individuals in public affairs <clears throat> sitting down, walking about, standing up, having conversations, a social sitting in this local coffee shop in broad daylight. A father next to his daughter, a husband next to his wife, saw an individual walk into this coffee shop, and this individual, as it has been reported, was smoking vape. No, I'm not too familiar with all of that. I think I have an idea of what that is. But he was smoking vape, and this father told the individual to please not smoke vape within the coffee shop. Something along those lines. Well, this individual took offense, took out a sword of sorts, a sword, a a knife, a large knife, and stabbed this father, this husband, in front of his wife and his child to death. And the man lay down on the ground, bleeding. And he bled till he died. And all the bystanders pretended they didn't see, and some took out their phones and began to record, as this human being lay there, dead, in front of his family. And the crowds, they shuffled and bustled about, and they were laughing about it, how things took place, and calloused, it's just another day, it happens, nothing, nothing extraordinary. Just a public display of murder, where no one sought to help anything or anyone, and nothing could be done. And the police officers came, slowly about, and took the man, the murderer, and charged him with second-degree murder, and he'll probably be released shortly. And this is but one of many accounts that happen every day. What's happened? Well, it's illegal to have helped the man, number one. It would have been illegal for someone to even extinguish the threat and kill the perpetrator, the murderer. That would have been illegal in this country to do that. The individual who would have done that would have been the one who who would have gone to jail for life, for defending another human being, for defending his life and the innocence that was in this coffee shop. You see how that works? Now, you and I know personally, we would have... Dealt with that, I would have done everything I could have to kill the murderer, and I would have much rather been happy, much joyful to be judged by 12 than to be carried by 6. What's right is right. And folks need to understand this the government is not who gives us our freedom and our rights. We've lost that. So, this took place, and it is but just one account. What else have we done? Well, We now have legalized hardcore narcotics. You can publicly distribute and participate in, ingest, take publicly in front of everyone, hardcore narcotics, heroin, crack cocaine, so on and so forth. We even have dispensaries for it. Prostitution is next online. The bill will be passed. It is no longer prostitution. That is not politically correct. That is now considered hate speech to call. An individual, a prostitute, it is now sex workers. And they should have benefits, shouldn't they? They should pay their taxes like the rest of us. This is the reality of a fallen nation, a godless agenda. But it's all designed by the puppeteers at the helm to have infiltrated and destroyed our nations. And they are going to take it over. They already have matter of fact. So we see these things taking place, do we not? Also, what else have we seen? Well, just a few weeks ago, in this country, we've made it illegal. It is illegal to protest, to criticize. Drag queen hour for our children. Where child predators have the minds... And bodies of our children. And parents take them to these libraries where they can participate in the burlesque depravity of these sexual deviants. And it is applauded. And if you and I dare to oppose or criticize or to show up in protest, we will be physically assaulted by law enforcement and we will be drug to the cop station and jailed and fined for hate speech and we will not have the privilege to protest. It's illegal. It is illegal to speak out against human child castration, perversion. It is illegal to speak out against Pedophilia. Pedophiles. It's considered hate speech. This is the reality of our country. Where more than half of the citizenry have their heads in the sand. And they believe everything the government tells them. Everything CTV, Global News, CNN, CBC. All these mainstream outlets, propaganda. They walk around and don't see the truth of it, the reality of it. And sadly, some of them are Christians and they should know better, but they don't. But the reality of the situation is as described. These things are taking place. These things are happening. They've been burning churches to the ground. Denominational churches I can't remember the last number, you will have to look it up, but I think it was either in the 50s or 70s, churches burnt to the ground in Canada. It's become an agenda, it's become a thing, anything that would resemble Christian principles That would hold dear to the five points we mentioned that our founding fathers founded the nations on, pro-Christ, life, family, defense, and country. Anything that would, any establishment or individual who holds to that is an enemy now of the state, is an enemy of government, corporation, academics, entertainment, media, and of course through government, law enforcement, police officers, military, soldiers. All of now are puppeteered by the globalist powers who think that depopulation is necessary. And so, through these terrorist organizations, these very racist organizations, we have seen the dismantling of our former glory, and we are no longer now found within the identity that we used to have. We are now in broken nation, fallen nation, and civil war is around the corner, nuclear, universal war is around the corner, and we've lost so much, haven't we? The price of living is beyond survivable. Many people are in the streets, have to sell the farm. The economic collapse, all of it. A time of confusion and godlessness where men think they can be women and women think they can be men. Where we are given, where we have given the key to the city, to the children, to sexual perverts, deviants. And it is all through the system of the isms. It is all through the system of the isms. And that is important for us to understand, the system of the isms, because they go through a... a um, Or how should I explain? Well, let me just put it this way. The isms, the influence of which began with the isms, is atheism. Again, atheism is the hostility at the forefront that allowed all the other isms to walk in. in. In illustration form, atheism opened the door and welcomed in all the other isms. It had to be the forefront. It had to be the anchor in which all other isms could enter and find a location to contaminate. Atheism masquerades itself as science. That's how we were sold the Bill of Lies. Are all who cling to atheism murderers and liars and individuals who are part of the problem as per the perspective of this fallen world? Well, not all of them are murderers. But as an atheist, you have no law that would be against murderers. Atheism opened the door to the rest of the isms. Atheism is godlessness it is lack of knowing Jesus Christ and his love and because atheism was the um, was the infection, the mold that was put into government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media, it contaminated and infected all these branches of power and allowed them to be weak enough so as to allow atheism to open the door to liberalism, progressivism, socialism, fascism, Marxism, communism, tyranny, oppression, both physically and spiritually. And this is currently the fallen state we live in, where the isms are now in power. And that is indeed the orderly manner in which it took place. This is the state of the Western world, on the verge of a total collapse. Okay, that's reality. And we can be sober-minded and speak of it in reality without breaking down and losing our thoughts and losing our self-control. But what is the remedy? And what is the cure? Well, we've certainly spoke of it in uh, a bit here and a bit there. We have to come full turn and know that there is a God. And it is not a God, it is the God. And more specifically, it is the God of the 66 books of proven inspiration, the 39 books of the Old Testament and the 27 books of the New Testament, and that it can be defended apologetically through its science, its history, its prophecies. It can be defended in an honorable court of law. The faith in which the scriptures reveal is a faith, a trust, in something tangible we can hold and defend. That is important. What we now see out there in the ocean of denominationalism and man-made religion who has since created the Christ in their own image is confusion and blind faith faith that cannot be defended if you can't defend your beliefs then you might want to reevaluate your beliefs we must return to the book which allowed us the freedom we've had for so long that we've since lost if we understand we must live under the law of Christ the 27 books of the New Testament and we should learn From the information of the old law, the 39 books of the Old Testament, and all the accounts witnessed and recorded therein, teaching us the nature of God and how we are to fear him, not as a tyrant, but as a just and powerful God. We need to once again get on our knees, bow ourselves down in reverence, and beg God for forgiveness. We must confess that we have sinned. And we must do so to God, for He sees all things. We must tell Him, we have been foul with our mouth. Our mouths have spoken lies. We've sinned against you, God, and our fellow man, our neighbors. We've practiced great immorality. We have become murderers. We've sinned. We must be humble and accept that fact. We've puffed ourselves up with pride and become blind hypocrites. We've lost our way. Which way? His way. The way. We must confess our sins to God as a nation, as a people, and we must return in great awakening to the Scripture, and I assure you, With no doubt whatsoever as an objective, absolute reality of our existence. If we do that and go back to the Bible and follow the instructions of the New Testament system, the 27 books of our Lord and Master, the New Covenant, I assure you, He assures us, we will renew our nations to its former glory and we will remove the evil that has penetrated It may take decades to do so, but at least we'd be on the trajectory upwards in a hopeful way with goals that can be achieved. But we must do it. We must do it. He will teach us of our identity, that we are, once again, to be pro, Christ, life, family, defense, and country. He will teach us how to have decent character, and love for one another. He will teach us to remove evil from our nations and to practice capital punishment on murderers. We are so lost that individuals no longer even understand what that means. They no longer understand the difference between kill and murder. They no longer understand that abortion is murder And capital punishment on a murderer is justice. They do not see it an act of violence to dismember a little human being in the womb of the carrier, put the little human being in a bag, and sell his or her body parts. They see that as a right, they see that as a woman's choice. But you know what they do see as a great travesty, a great ailment to our society? Plastic straws. The plastic bag in which the butchered baby's body parts is put in is not a problem to this world. But what is the problem? Plastic straws when you go to the fast food joint. Do you see how fallen we are? Can we not beg God as we weep? For forgiveness? Can we not confess our sins and renew this nation? We must remove ourselves from these evil powers and sinful practices. We have to. The LGBTQ plus agenda. Racist organizations like the KKK and Black Lives Matter and all these things that are causing division over Skin pigmentation. Friends, we don't have two different races, black and white. We have one race, the human being race. We just happen to have different skin pigmentation. We all bleed blood red. We should all be united in one love. We have to get rid of Antifa and all these terrorist organizations that have since infiltrated and taken over five branches of power. We now commonly speak this slogan known as the woke left. We must remove the woke left and its agenda. I am well aware that these political parties who associate themselves such as conservative have been infiltrated and contaminated by the woke left. Not all of them, but most. In this country, anyways. Political parties we have in this country, such as the Liberal Party, the NDP Party, the Green Party, are indeed social Marxist. They are of the ism, and they are part of the godless agenda. The Conservative Party has been contaminated, infiltrated, and corrupted as well. Do I believe there are a few names within the Conservative Party trying to make a difference that have a decent, morally upright position in policy? I do believe so. But they are corrupt, to the most majority part. There needs to be, from the people, bottom up, a renewal. And it's going to take a lot of work, but it must begin with knowing that we receive our freedom from Jesus Christ and not the government. Are we commanded to respect the government when its laws is in accordance with Christian principle? Absolutely. Absolutely. If the law says there's a stop sign at the end of the street, you best stop. That's what decent Christians do. They obey the law. But when the law says that you are no longer legally allowed to congregate as his church and worship God in spirit and truth, then we don't obey the law. The law has gone crooked and corrupt. We obey God. Our Self-defense to protect the family comes from Jesus Christ. It doesn't come from the government. Don't allow the government to tell you if you're allowed to protect your loved ones. You are. God said so. Why do you think they needed to get rid of God? You can see and you can read this model in great detail in Romans chapter 1. In Romans chapter 1, matter of a fact, you can see the history throughout the recorded inspiration of the Bible. 40 men, inspired men, through different geographical locations and moments in history, wrote, and you can see the history as it is accounted, recorded, witnessed, and revealed, written. We've been doing this. And though we are labeled as racist, as extremist, as terrorist, as white supremacist, As bigots, none of which are true and would stand any weight in an honorable court of law, all of which is slander and projecting and gaslighting from the woke left. Friends, there needs to be a change. So, what is it for us Christians? What must we do? What can we do? Well... I've been saying, we must return to the Bible. We must submit to the 27 books of the New Testament system. We must learn from the 39 books of the old. We must live submissive to the 27 books of the new. We must confess our sins to God. We must beg forgiveness, and we must put our prayers in action. Boots to the ground. We must practice what we read. Proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. All who follow Christ will know this truth and reality. Practice benevolence. Love your neighbor. Love the faithful in the local assembly. Love your enemies. But don't let your enemies take over. Turn the other cheek was a matter of the heart and motive. It was a rebuke against retaliation and revenge. We can legally defend ourselves and we can legally remove evil from our shores, from our government, our corporations, our academic institutions and faculties and policies and curriculums, from our entertainment, movies, music and sports and from media, cable and news. We can remove evil. We must practice that. We must speak the truth with bold courage. With seasoning and balance, we must again evangelize, practice benevolence, practice fellowship and unity. Together, we have to create network and community. Get organized. Get together. Grow. We here as the East Coast Church of Christ in Eastern Canada, we are a growing church that facilitates a culture of family. We provide many ministries. We encourage homeschooling in such times. We encourage the necessity to take care of our elders and seniors, our mothers and fathers and grandparents. We encourage and minister legal migration to give immigrants the opportunity to join, to be added, and to work alongside with us to keep And to renew our freedom, to become participants in society, not enemies, legal migrants. We minister and practice so many wonderful things, and that's why we've been growing. We proclaim first and foremost the truth, the religious truth of Christianity through the author's intent of the scriptures, which is a breath of fresh air to many of us, who are disenfranchised with organized religious establishments, denominationalism, who have been driven by greed and pride and divisive ways, with doctrines that are foreign to the scriptures, who do not practice love but self-righteousness. We must stay away from wolves in sheep's clothing. We must stay away from Diotrephes and his intimidation and his very manipulative ways. We must assemble together, and be organized. You can have that if you seek to study with us. If you have an open heart to study, an honest heart to seek, check out the East Coast Church of Christ. Reach out to us. We will persevere. We will conquer death through Christ. And though nuclear war might break out tomorrow, if we are in Christ and our security of salvation found safe within His hand, His body, His church. Friends, we have no need to fear no man. Fear God. Fools, they despise wisdom. But those who fear God find knowledge and education and all these things. There can be hope in Christ that's where it's found. Okay, well that'll finish off our session. We're over the hour, but again, it's been a while since I had not produced and created a socio-political Friday, and so I do hope and pray that you find value in this information, that somehow some way it can benefit you moving forward. I do understand that perhaps I don't have all the answers and I am always willing to admit that perhaps I am wrong with a certain perspective. But we need not hate each other and if we are civil and mature towards each other and we respect each other, we can talk these things out until we find the answer together. But we must go full turn. If not, we'll be found in a in a even greater desperate location than we currently are found. Stay focused stay positive. We can do this. We can get through this. The good guys are still out there. There There's some good guys out there. We're doing our best, okay? Please consider subscribing to this channel, giving us a thumbs up, giving us a comment. Share the link far and wide if you find value in it. And friends, listen, we can only operate moving forward through your compassion, your willingness and ability to support us financially. You can support the Added Souls ministry in a few ways. There's the PayPal way, the digital way. There's also the, you can also sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. We have a freedom community there where we share stuff. I produce exclusive content there as well that would be available to you if you choose to support. There is no amount that's too low, no amount that's too high. It can be $5 a month or it could be $500 a month. Everything is transparent in our work. It is public. It has been so since we began back in 2011. There is also the ability to contact us. If you seek our mailing address that can be given to you, just reach out to us. Please consider it. We're doing our best to be servants of this community, and we love creating content that is a benefit to you and yours, and we'd really love... For you to consider supporting us we do have an amount we need to reach we're not there yet but we trust in god and we know many of you understand the worth of this work and will get involved and all of you who do support you are prayed for you are appreciated you are needed we love you and we know you love us and uh, uh we want to move forward lord willing in the days ahead growing the studio and growing the influence and the reach. So please, again, consider signing up to addedsouls.locals.com. We currently have 30 supporters there. Our goal is to reach 50 supporters by the end of the year. If we get 50 supporters by the end of the year, Locals will allow us more gigabytes and more privileges to go live and produce content over there, where we are not quickly censored, as you would find in other social media platforms. So keep that in mind. I want you to have a wonderful weekend. Have a safe weekend. Keep your, your eyes open, of course, and uh, be aware of your surroundings. Lord willing, we will find each other again Monday. And if you look at the show notes, you'll find what we do produce from Monday to Friday. If you'd like to see me outside those podcast hours, you can. I'm over on Facebook. My personal profile, Stefan Ashmaye is there. There you'll find all kinds of, of, of content. I produce reels, produce live videos. You'll see us cooking food. You'll see us sharing thoughts. You'll, you'll see me sharing uh, some quotes, some memes, some studies. Some All of that stuff is found there. I'm going to slowly be transitioning that kind of content over to the locals location. Locals is where you'll find more of an int- intimate personal conversation and exclusive content. But again, this is all to generate our food, shelter, and clothing, so as to have the truth out there to all of you and to our fellow neighbors. Is that good? Is that okay? You are loved. You are appreciated. We'll talk again next time. Peace out.